Hi friends! Welcome to Moments to Ponder. This is a podcast designed to help you spend a few moments in God's Word wherever you are and take away something to ponder. Let's take a few minutes and step out of our loud, busy world and just rest in God's Word. As 2024 begins, I have felt the prompting to spend time in Psalms. Thank you for joining me as we take a few moments to ponder these words together. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is episode 96. You may or may not know that the Psalms are broken down into five internal books. As they were compiled, the organizers placed these songs into sections, and the next few episodes will focus on some of the songs from Book 4, or Psalms 90 through 106. The songs of the larger book have many authors. Many of the songs, or psalms, were written by David, but there are others as well, Solomon, the sons of Korah, and many others. The psalms are Hebrew poetry, which is different than our own rules of pentameter and rhyme. It's more about the beauty of the poetry, the imagery, the emotions. They're filled with parallel thoughts, chiasms, alliterations, and metaphors. The psalms are filled with emotions as well, as most songs are, and they were meant to be sung. Sung as reminders, encouragement, and worship. Thus, I've chosen to use the Passion Translation for this series due to the way it uses language in this way. As we begin with Psalm 90 today, we see that the author is Moses. In the Bible, it says, A prayer of Moses, a man of God. What a title! Charles Spurgeon, a theologian, says this of Moses. Moses was particularly a man of God and God's man, chosen of God, inspired of God, honored of God, and faithful to God in all his house. He well deserved the name which is here given him. This is the only psalm attributed to Moses, although we do see songs from him in Deuteronomy. For context, It was written in the time of Numbers chapter 20. Much has happened in Moses' life by this time. His sister Miriam and his brother Aaron have passed away. He has wandered in the desert for a long time, watching his people, a whole generation of a million and a half Israelites, pass away. The words of this psalm give us insight into the heart of Moses at this moment. So whether you're walking or driving, working, resting, or exercising, take a deep breath and take another. Let's open our hearts and minds to hear these words of Moses from the wilderness As we enter a new year and look back at the past, we might even hear some echoes of our own feelings as well. Lord, you have always been our eternal home. 
our hiding place from generation to generation. Long before you gave birth to the earth and before the mountains were born, you have been from everlasting to everlasting, the one and only true God. When you speak the words, life, return to me, man turns back to dust. One thousand years pass before your eyes like yesterday that quickly faded away, like a night's sleep soon forgotten. One day, we will each be swept away into the sleep of death. We glide along through the tides of time, so quickly gone, like, like a dream that fades at dawn, like glistening grass that springs up one day and is dry and withered the next, ready to be cut down. Terrified by your anger, confined beneath the curse, we live our lives knowing your wrath. For all of our faults and flaws are in full view to you. Everything we want to hide, you search out and expose by the radiance of your face. We are banished to live in the shadow of your anger. Our days soon become years until our lifetime comes to an end, finished with nothing but a sigh. You've limited our lifespan to a mere 70 years, yet you give grace to some to still live longer. But even the best of years are marred by tears and toils. And in the end, they're nothing more than a gravestone in a graveyard. We're gone so quickly, so swiftly, we pass away and simply disappear. Lord, who fully knows the power of your passion and the intensity of your emotions? Help us to remember that our days are numbered and help us to interpret our lives correctly. Set your wisdom deeply in our hearts so that we may accept your correction Return to us again, O God. How much longer will it take until you show us your abundant compassion? Let the sunrise of your love end our dark night, break through our clouded dawn again. Only you can satisfy our hearts, filling us with songs of joy to the end of our days. We've been overwhelmed with grief. Come now and overwhelm us with gladness. Replace our years of trouble with decades of delight. Let us see your miracles again and let the rising generation see the glorious wonders you're famous for. Oh, Lord our God, let your sweet beauty rest upon us. Come, work with us, and then our works will endure and you will give us success in all we do. Psalm 90. As we read this, it sounds like amusing, almost like a decade in review type of feeling. What Moses has seen, experienced, and understood, that's Psalm 90. One commentary says it like this. It was toward the close of the desert wanderings that Moses wrote this sublime psalm. All the imagery is borrowed from the wilderness. 
the watch around the campfire at night, the rush of a mountain flood, the grass that sprouts so quickly after the rain and it is quickly scorched by the sun, the sigh of a wearied pilgrim. That hit me, the sigh of a wearied pilgrim. As we begin a new year, 2024, maybe you feel the sigh. Maybe you have a feeling that Moses had behind these words and it resonates with you. You're ready for 2023 to be done and you're looking to the future expectantly. A new year is often begun with resolutions, goals, plans to live a bit differently, better. And this often involves exercise or healthier diets, some new rhythm in your day, or a spiritual goal like, this year I will read my whole Bible, I will serve, I will tithe, and these are all good things. We know that each day matters, just as Moses said, and for the Christ follower, we want to follow God's plan for our lives correctly. Yet so often we fall back into our old habits and resolutions die or the goals shift because, well, we lose the enthusiasm we had on January 1. But Moses has something to teach us here. He says, teach us to number our days that we may live with a heart of wisdom. We don't know how many days we have on this earth, but that doesn't mean we live in fear or sadness. It means that we take each day as precious and we live it fully, seeking what God would have for us to learn his ways and listen to his correction while we seek a heart full of his wisdom. As you think back over the past year, I have no idea what has happened in your life. I can only speak to my own. Yet I can guess that like me, you've had moments of doubt, joy, hurt, laughter, excitement, awe, and even sadness. Each year is full of all the things, isn't it? And when we look back, we tend to focus on all the major highs and the big lows, and we miss all those sweet, small moments that happened as well. So imagine 40 years of just wandering dealing with the complaining and squabbles of over a million people, watching a generation pass, knowing that, like you, they won't see the land of promise after all this time. That's where Moses is. And he's still seeking God, asking for joy, even miracles. He starts this psalm with the word Adonai, for Lord which is a reverent word meaning master, sovereign. So even as he begins, he acknowledges who's in control, who has walked with them and fed them and led them. Even as he says, the best years are marred by tears. It's a little hard to take in, isn't it? I mean, how can a good God make them wander for so long? And how can a loving God let a generation die before they enter the promised land? Moses is so honest in his words. How long will this last? We have been overwhelmed with grief. I think that's what's so beautiful about the Psalms. They're real in their feelings, giving us an example that we can follow. 
His words remind us that we can bring our questions and our doubts and our frustrations to God and ask for what we need. He reminds us that God is God. He is sovereign. And we may not understand all that he does. Moses knew that God would keep his promise to his people in God's own time. He knew God would be faithful in spite of the sins of his people, and he knew that only God could truly satisfy their hearts. He knew this because he had seen it all. He had seen war, hunger, thirst, and death. But he had also seen God's goodness, leading, faithfulness, and miracles. What's the hardest for you to accept when it comes to God? His eternalness? His goodness? His consequences? His grace? Moses would have totally understood these questions. And just as he did, we can seek God and say, let us see your miracles again and let the rising generation see the glorious wonders you're famous for. From our vantage point in 2024, we can see what God supplied for those Israelites, how he led them into the promised land and walked with them, how ultimately he sent Jesus as our savior to bring us to the land of promise to bring us the wonder of the Holy Spirit and to teach us wisdom in our hearts. Jesus himself said, I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. As Moses stood with Jesus during the transfiguration, I wonder if his own words rung through his mind, only you can satisfy our hearts. In this new year, I pray that you are able to bring your wrestling, your wonder, and your heart before God and seek His wisdom. I pray that the year ahead brings you the answers that you seek, that you will see the glorious wonders of God and even miracles as He works in your life. And may you live each day knowing how loved and precious you are as you seek to live into his direction with a heart of wisdom. And as Moses wrote, O Lord, let your sweet beauty rest upon us. Amen.